Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. I'm excited to have you here. We have a great show planned for you today, and our goal is to make you a smarter and more profitable sports better. We're sponsored by PlayUp. That's PlayUp Sportsbook. Head on over to PlayUp.com, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. Our best bet is talking hockey with Zach from Pick Profit, and luckily for us, he's on the line. What's happening, dude? How you doing, Phil? Oh, my goodness. It's been so long. I, I, I aged like 12 years since the last time I talked to you. I know. There's uh, like two weeks ago, there's probably 10 different things that we would have been talking about in the last two weeks, or right now, because there's been so much that's been happening in the NHL, and finally everybody's kind of looking healthy now, too. So It's a beautiful thing. When they're healthy, because hockey's a great sport. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, like always. But uh, we do have this small matter this weekend of the All-Star game. Yes. And indeed. there are some angry fans, as usual. Yeah, I know. Snubs they, abound. Yeah, they want to involve, I know, every sing- like a player from every single team. So, But, I mean, like you look at teams like Seattle and stuff like that. Like, Do they really have an All-Star-worthy player that keep some other guys out so at the end of the day it's all starts mostly fan voted stuff like that so you can't get too mad but there's definitely some big snubs in that one yeah big snubs brad marchand being one of them right yeah i mean i'm a bruins fan marchand and pasternak usually you think of as uh all-stars i would usually think of those guys and then ratnan from uh colorado he got snubbed right yeah i mean Okay, fans want to see their favorite players, and I get that totally. But when, when Brad Marchand is not on the ice for an all-star game, having the season that he's had, or Ratnan, for example, those kind of players, those type of, and Pasternak, those type of level players where we want to see those guys light the lamp in an all-star game, for some reason the fans don't, and I don't understand why that is. Well, even look at Sidney Crosby, like the face of hockey. I know he missed a lot of time, but it's still when was the last time you didn't see Sid the Kid in an all-star game? I mean, even wearing a suit. Yeah, exactly. But it's sort of getting to be like the NBA all-star game, except for the fact that Kevin Durant can miss two seasons and he's an all-star. Brad Marchand busts his ass every night. He ain't getting nothing. Yeah. I, uh, I, it's it's all. They'll have fun this weekend, and some guys will get some. I'm sure all those guys will still be around. They definitely got snubbed, but uh, we'll see how it is. It, it'll be exciting, especially in Vegas this weekend it is, right? Right. I just got back from there yesterday, so uh, I, I missed out on the All-Star game there. But uh, the weather's nice. The boys will have fun, and then they can go back to their teams on Tuesday, unlike like 
say, the NBA, where they take a full week off. The NHL does not do that. And we are going to have great, great hockey. You know, I'm looking at these numbers, and we've got three, just three teams in the NHL, Zach, have winning streaks currently of four games or more, and that's Toronto. The last time we talked, they were riding a struggle bus. Now they've won five straight. Carolina's won four straight. And the Minnesota Wild have won five straight. But I got to tell you, Zach, I think Minnesota loses tonight to Chicago. Yeah, Flurry, I mean, and they've been a lot better as of late, too, especially. Like, they struggled so much to start the season. So, you know, I was you were seeing them plus money almost every single night to start the season. They still are a lot of times, but I'd like the way Flurry's changed his game. And like you said, I mean, we've seen a lot of these winning streaks come to an end lately. There's a reason only three winning streaks of that size are going on right now, and they're not even over five or anything like that. So, Okay, so let me ask you something. What is your, when, we go to, when we look at this All-Star game, now you played at damn near the highest level, and you know guys who do play at the highest level. What's, what is your favorite event of the weekend? Um, I mean, entertainment wise, I like, I always love the like shootouts, depending if they do it the real way and they're actually like trying and not just kind of being funny. It's always entertaining, but I always, as far as, uh, like just seeing, I always love, like I was a big slap shot guy. I played defense. I, that was kind of always the best part of my game. I had a good shot. So I always love seeing guys that can challenge the, you know, the big names we've seen before, the Charas, the Al McGinnises, the stuff like that. So it's interesting to see that. And then the one lately that's been great is the just because of the speed we have in the game now is the fastest skater. I mean, I saw McDavid and Cal, and Cal McCarr are going to do it this year, and that'll be something because those two can both fly. Oh, that's going to be fun. And it's all weekend long, and it'll be fun to watch, even though our favorite players got snubbed. Damn them for that, by the way. It still should be fun. It'll be a good time. Fire up something on the grill if you're able to. If it's not, if you're not in the middle of an ice storm, yeah, and enjoy enjoy some some fun hockey. It's it's always nice to watch the All Star Game for that reason because the guys, you know, they're clowning around a bit. You know, they're having a little bit fun, enjoying each other's company before they kill each other again on Tuesday. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. But these losing streaks too. Canadians six straight. New Jersey six straight. Pittsburgh, four straight. San Jose, three straight. We already know that Montreal and New Jersey are riding a struggle bus, and that's not even surprising. But I am sort of surprised by Pittsburgh's four-game losing streak. Yeah, not to, like, they're not even losing to great teams in that losing streak. Like, you look at it, Washington, they, they struggled for a bit. Looks like the last two games they've turned it on a bit, but then... Lose to the Kings, lose to the Red Wings, lose to the Kraken. I mean, they were all one-goal games, but regardless, I mean, you're losing to the Red Wings, the Kraken. After I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh was on a six-game win streak before they hit this four-game losing streak, too. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of people gambling-wise, too, were riding the Penguins bus at that time, especially coming off a six-game win streak, going into Seattle, going into Detroit, and then, yeah, what is happening there? And they had good goaltending in the year. It's just I've watched a few of those games, and 
they just don't look like the same team that they did two weeks ago even. I don't know if it's a fatigue thing or what because they have their full lineup. They're just not attacking as well. And that's a good thing that the All-Star break is coming because these losing streaks can hurt. And that they don't look right. Something's not right there. I think maybe you're right. I think they're a little fatigued. But when you look at their numbers, you know they're still good. Yeah. You know, thirty. The, their goal differential is a plus thirty. They're six one and three over their last ten. You know that they're still playing decent hockey. They just run into that little struggle. And but, they've got they've grabbed uh, in that four game losing streak. They've grabbed three points still. Three of them are in overtime or shootout. So I mean, if you're gonna lose, at least grab a couple points out of it. Well, exactly. You know, like the consolation prize, right? But at yeah. least at least they got it. At least they got something for their efforts, not unlike soccer and those kind of sports. Oh. But you know, um, you've been on a damn heater, dude. What talk about your heater? Talk about where people can find you because you're one of the best hockey handicappers I've ever met, and I've met a lot of them. So tell us about what's going on over there at Pick Profit and with you. Yeah, so for where I'm working is Pick Profit. We're on Instagram, Twitter, doing a bunch of new things right now. Instagram, you can find us at Pick Profit Inc. On Twitter, it's just at Pick Profit with no ink at the end. But uh, yeah, we put out two daily videos a day, free pick videos. I do them usually a lot lately. Have been NHL. I'll do a lot of NBA player props too. To be honest, NBA sides have been a shit show lately. I think anybody can win any given night lately. But right, NHL anyway. But yeah, we we put out a ton, even just sports betting info, just stuff to help uh, the average person that's trying to be a sports better on a day to day basis. Uh, give you guys the most tips and stuff possible. I know yesterday my boss even put out a big thing on parlays, showing all the math and how like at the end of the day, if you were to bet a parlay every single day, the return on interest in the end isn't going to be in your favor. It, it's I mean, parlays are a fun way to bet. We both know that. I love doing them the odd time if I'm up a bunch of units or something like that. But if you're starting from the bottom and you're just trying to make a living off those, it can be tough. And we, we just try and tell people stuff that can be in their best interest. And then as far as hockey goes lately, yeah, like you said, uh, I did. I The heater ended a bit on Sunday and Monday. I, I lost two after winning eight days straight in hockey. But uh, I honestly, I think a lot of people lost those two days. There were some... Uh, crap shows in that one but uh yeah it's been good i've been just, i've been loving the game lately like i said like i know me and you talked last in december and it was hard to even bet on the nhl there's so much covid so much injuries and it's not like it's gone completely but we have the majority of the lineups back right now and i've just been honestly not saying that i haven't been in nba and college basketball and much but nhl has been great money for me right now and i've just been digging deep into it every morning i wake up for hours and i love it too i love the sport so it helps but there's a lot of uh a lot of great lines you can find in hockey and i I do want to say too i know we've talked about it before nhl especially i i hate lines on money lines over minus 200 it's just i don't think it's profitable in the long run and we we learned last night too even i mean the amount of people I bet you that had Colorado Avalanche in the last leg of a <laughs> minus six hundred, it just and yeah, the, every their eighteen game win streak, you're taking the Avs. Like I, there's not 
I wanted to bet on the Coyotes for the line, but I couldn't bet on the Coyotes because it's the Coyotes. But there you go. It's hockey. End of the day, there are a lot of things that it can be tough. But uh, my my pick yesterday, I, I was all over it, absolutely hammered the Leafs puck line. And I never bet on the Leafs. I hate those guys as a fan. <laughs> but uh, I watched the New Jersey game the game before in that third period. They scored about four goals in five minutes. I think we had a four-string goalie in that for the Devils. Leafs on a huge win streak. Devils on a huge losing streak. I, I didn't see that one going anyway. And it was 4 nothing within the first 10 minutes. So that was a good one. That was a great one. And you guys got to follow Zach over at Pick Profit on, Insta- on Twitter. I'm sorry. And Pick Profit Inc. on Instagram. And I'm with the big mail. I'm with the big boss. I talk about this in my book with parlays. I always play them. But not for profit. I yeah. play that if it hits, it's fine because I, I don't do too shabby. I've had struggle, really struggle with the NBA to the point I'm kind of sick of it. But uh, I'll always throw a couple shekels down on all the picks I make or that are made on the show and in the Wolf Line newsletter that we put out and just see. But you'll get crushed in parlays. Oh, yeah. I for, think the biggest thing with them is I'm never saying or me and my boss or you, we're never saying don't play them. No. I mean, we, we, it can be a great way to boost your money. I'm just saying don't rely on them. If you're going to play parlays, at least play them singles too or something like that. Or not, like, I mean, if the lines are reasonable because I know I've told talked to buddies that they bet parlays every day and that's all they do and stuff like that. And they'll hit like five out of six, be like, I lost my last leg. And I'll look at the parlay and see all minus 110 lines. And I'm like, yeah, but if you bet those singles and then just did a parlay for fun on top, you just went five for six on singles for some serious profit. There you go. And that's exactly right. You should never completely plan on winning parlays because any kind of thing can happen. And now in, you know, in tennis, I, I kind of suggest it because the lines yeah. are stupid, yeah. you know, and you can play a lot of favorites together and still make a little bit of money. Yeah, there's but, certain sports, absolutely, like tennis with those big favorites and stuff. I mean, Aussie Open, I, I don't even know tennis like that well. I have a couple buddies that know it. I know you're the tennis man. You, It's been your life. But uh, even me, I was throwing together parlays on just people's advice, and I was doing well in the Australian Open other than like those two early upsets that crushed a bunch of people's parlays probably. Probably, yeah, that's exactly what happens. A big upset crushes your parlay. And if you don't have any capital behind it, meaning you're playing those singles matches, you're in big trouble. Yeah. And that's just bad for business. And that's why I like the guys over at Pick Profit because they're not just trying to take your cash for picks. They're trying to teach you about what you should and shouldn't do or how you should go about doing the things that you want to do. Because everybody wants to hit the lottery, Zach, but you just can't do that in parlays. It's just... You can okay. Say for example, you hit one a month or two a month. You did okay, but if you played all those picks, even a half a unit, you still came out way ahead. Instead of going, geez, you know, I, I see it all the time. It's crazy. But uh, I did a little digging this morning, and, and I want to run this by you. Yes, sir. I, I think you already saw it. I sent it to you earlier, so I wouldn't surprise you. But in the NHL salary cap era. 77% of teams that were a playoff seed by Thanksgiving, that's United States Thanksgiving, yep. reached the playoffs. And I kind of think that maybe you can use Stanley Cup futures with that number. 
And I've got four teams I'm going to I, I suggest you might throw a, a couple shekels on today. Let's go. I'd love it. Let's All right, see. here we go. The Carolina Hurricane plus 800. Love it. That's a pretty good little run if you can get that. You put 10 bucks on that thing, you're going to make $800. Well, That's not too bad. They're going to the playoffs 100%. And not only that, they've been a team in the playoffs. It's made some deep runs over the years. Great home team. I'm with that one for plus 800. Couple shekels, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I, after I wrote this and I realized that Colorado lost to yeah. Arizona, I had a little chuckle. But at plus four seventy five, forty seven to one, that's not bad. No, not at all. And I mean, a lot of people don't want to trust Colorado because stuff like that or defense. But you got to think they they've had a great team for years. They've collapsed a bunch. There's got to be that one year where they might. Just say because they have the offensive talent. We know that. It's yes. just they gotta, they have to limit their defensive mistakes when it comes to the playoffs. But yeah, it, and I think that's probably a little bit less than it would have been even like a month ago when they were even hotter. And I now could, McKinnon's coming back, so that should be pretty good. Yeah, but that's not a bad play. It's actually four to one. Okay, four point seven to one. I said four hundred to one. Why did I say that? Anyway, here you go. Uh, my boy, Sergey. Florida Panthers plus 650 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, that might not be a bad thing to throw at folks either. You know, I was looking over at the shot attempts percentage at Corsi, the Corsi Index today. Yeah. Having a little look at 55.7% of their shot score and, and 55% of their unexpected goals. That's a good team, and if their goaltending can hold up, that Boy. might not be a bad bob at six hundred plus six fifty to or plus six fifty. And they win at home. Oh like, yes, they do. At home, and that's important too. You know, when you play these futures, I say this all the time: don't go all in. That's kind of silly. But look for teams that you know are going to make the playoffs, and, and then give it a run. Make some money at it. Give yourself a chance. My last one. And, and I wasn't going to bring this up because I know your your deep deep love for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, plus eight fifty to one, eight plus eight fifty. I keep saying that plus eight fifty. Would you throw a couple on them? No, uh, you me, wouldn't. But <laughs> me personally, no. Be, just because I actually, it's funny, and I made this bet when I was what would have been about twenty one uh, with my buddy. I bet him. Uh, and back when I was twenty one, a thousand dollars. I mean, now we'd probably do more, but we bet each other a thousand dollars. I said the Leafs wouldn't win a cup for ten years, and I got two more years left for that thousand bucks. So, <laughs> throw a pox on the Maple Leafs. Well, you know what? They're kind of poxed anyway, aren't they? They're, they're good right now. I, they have so much scoring talent. They, Jack Campbell's playing well in that. Yes. I mean, and I think. One of the best things that happened to them was that start of the New Jersey game two days ago where he got lit up and got pulled just because he hadn't had a game like that in a while and he was starting to slip from his early numbers and I think it just pissed him off enough and then he comes out yesterday and just, I mean, it's still New Jersey. They didn't give him a lot of trouble, but he, he played a great game. And if they get goaltending on top of the goals they're scoring right now, that that's a team that you got to watch out for. Yes, they yeah. And, but we're going to make sure that you win your bet because that that G is a nice ten years, huh? Wow, that's a big bet. But I like it now. I left Tampa Bay off my list. 
They're in second in the Atlantic. They're playing pretty well. You know, they've won set. They're seven two and one over their last ten. But something keeps me from wanting to go all in on Tampa Bay, and I just don't feel like that team plays enough defense. And I think that they need to in the playoffs. Don't you? I, am I wrong? No, I I agree. I think like a few weeks ago, I was talking to a few people, and they're saying, "Yeah, I think that." I think they're probably going to three-peat. And I was like, ah, I, I honestly don't know. Like like you said, the defense, and Vasilevsky's a great goalie, but y- you need help. And they've been giving up some goals lately. I mean, even you look last night, I watched their game against San Jose. Like that should be, if you look in the, in, it, it's any given night in the NHL, but if you look at the numbers in the past, Tampa Bay usually just absolutely crushes San Jose. That's one of their teams that they've fed on for years. Mm-hmm. And they, they struggled last night. They probably should have lost that game. They won in overtime. And, uh, yeah, it's just games like that. And, I, I mean, Colorado struggled with Arizona last night. Don't get used to that. But I've seen Tampa <laughs> do it a lot. They they really they do have the talent. They'll be in the playoffs. But I don't know if I can see another run out of them. And the odds aren't as great as they should be for Tampa Bay right now, I think. They should be a little bit higher. That might be true. Now, one more Atlantic Division team, your Bruins. They've played well also. I like them on the road, sometimes more than at home. But they're 6-3-1 and one over their last 10. They're coming off a win. What's to like about the Bruins now? Now that they look, first of all, they look healthier, as you mentioned at the beginning of the pod, that teams are starting to get it together health-wise. COVID's kind of out of the way, at least for now. What about the Bruins? Do they got a shot? Because, you know, they got a tough schedule in the second half of the season, I think. Yeah, I if you if we did this two weeks ago, the start of January, I would have been, oh, yeah. But honestly, I'm not in love with what I've been seeing the last. They are in that win streak, but they haven't played. They just got killed by Dallas and Dallas is a hard place they've been good at home this year but I still the Bruins shouldn't be losing that and goaltending has been an issue I mean Tuka Rask came back I was so excited and the guy has been nothing but awful when he's been in that you got to think he's he's gonna change he had hip surgery he was out for a year he didn't play but really he, he can't play the puck right now he's given up crazy rebounds his save percentage and goals against are awful and then we got Allmark starting, and he, as well as he does have some great games, also has some inconsistent games. And that's not what I've seen out of Boston in my whole life watching them. We've always been a great defensive team. Obviously, we always have our forwards. We're deep always. But, yeah, defensively, too. I mean, really, you got Charlie McAvoy. I like Matt Grizzlick too. But behind that, it's just not as deep of a defensive team. And... They started the month off in January scoring like absolutely crazy. But sometimes the goal droughts come, and when that happens in the NHL, you got to make sure if you're not scoring that you can stop the other team from scoring. And that's the only thing that worries me about the Bruins is they're not that – I don't want to say they're not tough because, I mean, it's the Bruins. You go into Boston and they – like look at Taylor Hall. The guy's playing like a – these guys got like three fights this year already. Probably did have that much before but regardless I just I'm not in love with their defense I 
the only reason I would ever put anything on them for a future is because I'm a Bruins fan. I would not suggest it. And I'm going to bite myself if they end up winning the cup for saying this in like three months. But I honestly, I'm not in love with what I'm seeing in Boston right now. Too many one goal games too. And that can go really bad. And Tuka Rosk, I'm glad that you brought that up because what he's been really good. But when he took off during COVID ever since then, He's been different. You know, he said he wanted to go home and take care of his family, and, and I respected that. We talked about that on the show, and there's my my respect level for him raised exponentially, but he hasn't been the same since then either, and, and that's kind of difficult, but yeah, I like, but I tell you what, you want a good bet? Take the Bruins on the road when they're an underdog because right now they're 11-6-2. and two. And that's not a bad bet to have. Now, let's go over to the Metro real quick. We've already mentioned Sid the Kid, the Penguins. What about the Rangers? I'm I'm a Rangers fan, and I'm kind of pissed off that Chesterkin didn't get uh, included in the All-Star game, unless he did, and I missed it. I think he got snubbed also. But that's neither here nor there. They, they're a beast in the garden. They're so-so on the road. What kind of look can they have? What can Rangers fans or sports bettors expect from the Rangers in the second half of the season? Well, as a sports better, I love betting on the Rangers. I always think you get some good lines on them at home, especially like you said, they are so good in the garden. They've definitely they've let me down a couple times, but I mean, I've definitely made more money on the Rangers this year than they've lost me. But going forward, I I don't know. Like that's a team really they they got they have to figure out their uh, games on the road still. If Igor's in net, they're always a problem. Like you just said, that's a big snub. I think the two best goalies in the NHL for this season are not in the All Star game. Shesterkin and then Jacob Markstrom for Calgary. I mean the right. guy six shutouts and he's not in the All Star game. How is that possible? Six shutouts by the All Star break and he's not in. Yeah, but. Yeah, I like the Rangers. They hit, and you know what a great Rangers bet has been lately that I've been doing is Rangers to score first. I'm not usually a hockey prop better guy, but they love scoring the first goal in games, especially at home, right? Yeah, I think that's what right. I should have said. No, no, that's okay because I'm a Rangers fan and I can fill in some of the blanks, <laughs> not as well as you do. But the other team that's puzzling to me in the Metro before we head on over to the West are the Washington Capitals. They seem they don't seem to enjoy their own ice as much as they enjoy being on the road. Yeah, and that's the same. I mean, if you think in the past three, five, ten years in hockey, even Boston, they I always thought of Boston as a home team. I always thought of Washington as a team that dominates at home. And like you said, it's kind of been – the opposite this year for both those teams. And Washington also, they, they started the year so hot. Ovi started the year like, I mean, the guy was scoring a goal a game. And they've definitely slowed down. They had, before their most recent two wins over Dallas, which they destroyed, which kind of did. But they, they were, I mean, they had lost uh, Vancouver, barely beat the Jets in overtime, lost to the Bruins, barely beat the Senators in overtime, lost to the Vegas, lost to the Sharks. So they were struggling compared to what they had at the beginning of the year. And, I mean, I never want to count out some of the talent they have on their team, especially when they start getting healthier. But 
goaltending right now seems like an issue. I think a lot of people expected more from both Samsonov and um, why can't I th- and Vanacek. Mm-hmm. Samsonov's done all right. He's slipped a bit lately. Vanacek's been not good at all, to be honest. But I don't know. I think they'll find their way into the playoffs, but it's going to be a struggle for them. I think so, too. Now let's head on over to the West. We've talked about the Colorado Avalanche and how they lost to Arizona, but they still are 9-0-1 in the last 10 games. We like this team. They're they're a high-scoring team. They they get it done, especially at home. You'll never get a good price on them at home, and that sucks, but on the road they're okay. But the Nashville Predators are a team that I was curious about, and I, th- I get listener questions about them too. And that's where are they the better bet to you? On the road or at home? Because at home, at least, they, they win outright or lose outright. On the road, they've had some shut, uh, shootout losses, and that ain't good. And they only have a plus-19 goal differential. What about the Preds? Can people still be excited about Nashville? They've definitely picked it up as of late. But like you said, I, I don't think they're as predictable as a team to bet on. Well, I mean, nothing is easily predictable usually, but... They used to be a very, like, it was like if Nashville's at home, you bet on them. And like you said, they're doing better at home. And they're creeping their way up those Western standings. But they, like you said, that plus 19 goals differential for how far up in the standing just scares me because they have so many one-goal games or even games where I've seen Soros have to stand on his head net for them, and that's what's keeping them in the game. So, you know, from a betting perspective – Yes, you might look at the win numbers and stuff like that and be like, oh, Nashville is hot right now. But, I mean, it's I don't think there's many Nashville games that you bet on and you're if they're playing a pretty good opponent and you're, you're not sweating a lot in that game because they have a lot of tight games. Yes, they do. Now, we've got – I like two more teams in the Central to talk about. One is the Minnesota Wild. Okay, I think they're going to lose tonight to Chicago, and that's fair. They've, they're, they've reeled off – Several wins in a row, five. They've played great. What can we expect from them? Because at home, you'll never get a good betting price ever with the Wild, ever. Which I, which I hate because yes. last year they were that. That was my bet: the Minnesota Wild at home, and mm-hmm. people people caught on. They're a good home team. The state of hockey loves the Minnesota Wild, and yeah, I mean they're so much better at home. I'm trying to find the actual numbers so that I'm not saying that. 14, three and one at home this season. Yeah. And that's ridiculous. Like, it's not like they have outstanding goaltending. It's not like they have an outstanding roster. I, I do absolutely love, um, why can't I think of his name? Kaprizov, Kirill Kaprizov. Mm -hmm. I love that kid. I think he's going to be a stud for a long time in the NHL, but yeah, I don't know. Like if they're not at home, I have no problem fading Minnesota just for value because usually you're going to get a pretty good price on them. Right now, like you said, Chicago, I mean, Minnesota's riding a five-game win streak. Chicago's looking pretty good. But I don't want to count out Minnesota in anything. At the beginning of the year, I ended up cashing out on it early for like a couple hundred bucks because I was like, here comes Colorado. But I actually had them to win the Central. Right. And that was parlayed with uh, Washington to win Metro. And at first they weren't at that time they were in first place too. And I was like, no, this isn't sticking. So I cashed that out. But yeah, Minnesota, I, I like them as a team. 
but I love them at home. It just sucks, like you said, that you're never going to get a good price. Never. Now, three years ago today, the St. Louis Blues were in last place. They were cellar dwellers. People wrote them off. They brought up this rookie named Jordan Binnington, and then they end up going all the way and winning the damn cup. Today, three years later, they're in fourth place in the in the Western Conference Central Division, and they have a very good point differential, goal differential plus thirty two. They're seven three and zero over their last ten. They're great at home, mediocre at best on the road. Does this team have any kind of shot to win the Stanley Cup this year? It's funny because of what we talked about in earlier things about Bennington when we've talked like months ago even. Right. And you know you know the way the St. Louis Blues have a shot is to make Jordan Bennington their backup goalie and start this Huso kid. Yes. That kid, yeah, that kid can play and, and it's weird. That's you know you're the first person that said that publicly. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, like you look at <laughs> 2 years ago or two or three years ago, I'd say a lot of people were saying the two best goalies in hockey. I mean, they were even on the Team Canada roster with Jordan Bennington and Carter Hart. And now both those guys have struggled a lot. And I don't want to say Bennington struggled as much as Carter Hart has. But that's a whole different story, Philly. But Bennington hasn't been Bennington. And this, this St. Louis team, man, they have a lot of talent. And they're starting to get all those guys – they haven't really had many games this year where they've had all those guys in the lineup. I mean, Kairou, Tarasenko, Barbashev, Robert Thomas, Ryan O'Reilly's been out a lot lately. Brandon Saad, Ter- uh, Tori Krug, Perron, Braden Shen, like Colton Pareko. These are some big names. Bozak. Like, that's a lot of big names for one team. And Jordan Bennington just hasn't been Jordan Bennington for them. And then this Huso kids came in lately, and he has been a brick wall for them. Exactly. Now let's move over to the Pacific. And I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to predict right now today that the Calgary Flames are going to win the Pacific Division. I love it. I mean, think about this. They have the best goal differential in the Pacific Division. And I think the fourth best, yeah, fourth best in the Western Conference. They have been injured. And now they're starting to kind of get it together, right? They're 5-5-0 five, five and oh over the last two, but they have won two straight. Am I way off base here? No. I've, I've been all over the Calgary Flames. That's been part of the heater because I've been betting on them so much. I'm in love with them lately. They are so good on the road, too. It's crazy. Um, Goaltending, been great. I mean, Markstrom has been good. Or not good. He's been great, sorry. Uh, great. But he, even behind them, Vladar's not that bad. Like, I don't not against him at all. Actually, that's a game tonight. I think it's time after that Colorado Avalanche uh, collapse against the Coyotes. I think they're going to have a little uh, little winning hangover today when they play Calgary at home. And Calgary on the puck line is plus money right now against Arizona. Oh, boy. I, when As soon as I hang up this phone, I'm going to jam on that one because I like the Calgary Flames a lot. I like them the best in this division. I'm still not sold on Vegas, though. Honestly, I'm just not sold on them. I'm not a fan of Robin Leonard. I, I thought Fleury should have been there still. I, I think that they treated him poorly after all he did. But back to Calgary, one other thing. They have not had a shootout loss yet this season. 
That matters. They're 2-0 in shootouts. So be care- Be wise with them. If you're live betting and Calgary's in a shootout, bet on Calgary to win, the, to win that game because yeah. that team, for whatever reason, Zach, they play their asses off during the, during the overtime period, and, and they make moves in a shootout. I can't remember who I saw them playing, but this kid did a triple deke, and I was like, wait a second here. This is my team now. I like that team. But you got Vegas. What about Vegas, man? I'm not like one. I'm not. A, it's not that I'm not a Vegas fan. I'm not a Vegas fan, but I, I'm the same as you. I don't know what it is. I just can't fully trust them. I mean, they're good. They have a lot of talent. They've been banged up a bunch, but I think it does come down to Robin Leonard for them. I'm not. I think that was still a mistake to this day that they went with him. Um, I think he has had other seasons it's been great but this is i just don't trust them i don't know what it is there's no math behind it on this one or any stats or anything they're just not and i'm with you all the way on the calgary flames too in that division i don't know how it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen but we're gonna see them slowly creep up and take that division i think so too because, you know, I like what Anaheim has done this season, and I like how the Kings have rebuilt their franchise, and, and they didn't throw their starting goaltender, Jonathan Quick, in the street. You know, they treated him fairly, and he put up with a lot of crap. Remember how many, how much rubber he used to face every night when they had no defense? He used to get smacked. But uh, which is the which team goes further, Anaheim or the Kings? I'm going to give it Anaheim, surprisingly, just based off – and it's funny because you just said Jonathan Quick, who has done a great job for them, but I I still think John Gibson is just incredible, and he keeps Anaheim in so many games. They've found a way to win the last, like, week or two still, and they are missing some of their top guys. I mean, they've been missing Sonny Milano lately and stuff like that. This Zegris kid, like, I mean, I'm – I literally – after he did the mission goal again the other day, I was like, oh, I'm ordering a Zegers jersey. I don't even care. This kid's kid crazy. And they're a lot of fun to watch. Anaheim has been a great team to bet on this year. You've got a lot of good prices on them. Uh, I mean, you get plus money on them a lot of time against teams that they're better in the division then. But you look at both those teams, second and third in the Pacific Division, Plus four goals differential. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's troubling. They're not going anywhere if you're not twenty they, goals or better. Twenty one, Calgary plus thirty, and then Anaheim, LA, and Edmonton plus four, plus four, or plus two. And Edmonton, I that's a team I, I I've been trying to back lately. I thought that it was kind of the changing of the guard when they had that little win streak going until the other day, but they have too much problems year after year defensively, and they just can't ever seem to figure it out. It is a pity, but great stuff today, man. Tell everybody once again where to find you, what you're up to, and how they can take advantage of some of the best hockey picks you can get on anywhere. Yeah, well, if they want the best picks, they can also just come here and listen to us talk. Oh, but that's true, too. Yes, that's true, too. That. <laughs> you can find <laughs> us on Instagram at Inc. And on Twitter at Pick Profit, we do two free daily pick videos a day. On top of that, we do have premium services. A lot of time lately, I will be saying, like for the month of January, I don't know if it's just the new year, 
we've been giving away a lot of free premium stuff. I mean, I think every Tuesday we run a live show on Instagram where uh, I I just sit there pretty much and tap people into the live. They come with their three best picks. Whoever pretty much, if you counted every pick or parlay they gave is one unit. Whoever does the best wins $100 that week. So we're just give, giving money away to stuff like that, doing fun stuff. But on top of that, we get – like I told you before, so much betting info. It's not just trying to sell you guys picks with us. It's more trying to help you guys become better sports bettors. I mean, yeah, we can give you our plays, sell you our plays 100%, but there's a difference between just telling somebody to bet on something and helping them understand the logic and knowledge behind. So, you know, if I only give two picks a day, I mean, I'm not suggesting for people to go crazy, but we know how sports gamblers can be sometimes. Or if you're watching a game, you want to bet on it. Now you might have a little bit more logic to make a more reasonable choice than kind of just flipping a coin in your own head type thing. So we're big on that. We like to help out in every way possible, give back to the people with as much free stuff as we can. And yeah, as far as the hockey picks lately, I, I will say the boss man kills uh, football, he kills the NBA, he kills college basketball, but I've been beating them in the NHL lately, so I've been <laughs> liking that, and we're, we're giving out tons of free NHL picks too lately. I've been going on other people's lives on Instagram as well every day for about 30 minutes, a different show a day, just to try and talk hockey. It's been getting bigger with all the other sports dying down and only the Super Bowl left in football. So I know more people trying to get into hockey with how big sports betting has been. And if I can help people make more money on it, that's all that I want to do. So, And that's what, and the best part about what I like about pick profit, not because Zach brings the heat on the show here, it's because if you ask them why they selected a pick, they're going to tell you why. They're not going to text you a pick and say, take it and that's it. They're not flipping coins. They're not selling picks 50-50. They're not taking St. Louis and Anaheim and trying to get a 50-50. These guys hit. They're accountable. They're transparent. And we think the world of these guys. And you will too. All right, man. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Phil Nation Show. We want to thank PlayUp Sportsbook for presenting this show. Don't forget that all betting picks made on the show are tracked at BetStamp.app. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good, and most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.